Welcome back to Tip Today. It's time for our GP slot now and our GP, Dr. Pat Harrell, joins me on the line this morning. Hi, Pat. How are you, Eddie? Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year, Pat. Uh, we were sick in our house. The whole place was sick over Christmas, I think. We had flu in our house and was doing the rounds around the community. It's it's a strange oh, old viral God, flu going around, isn't it? There's there's two things going around, really, Ali. Um, COVID is back up with a bang, you know. It's, yeah. it's like um, it's like one of those Christmas hits that keeps coming back every year, you know. And um, I'd, I'd, I'd urge anyone, you know, flu jabs and um, COVID jabs, um, talk to your chemist and get it because I get their back in the increase. Could I just say anybody um, who's thinking of coming, I will just anyone coming into us, we ask them to do a COVID test if there's any respiratory symptoms. And because um, you don't know, you know, and yeah. you can get the test tests anywhere. You can get them in a supermarket, you know, you can get them in a chemist, you can get them anywhere. They're only a couple of quid. And because, you see, if you come in and you don't know if it's a COVID, it's a virus, and there's people coming in looking for antibiotics, and it's pointless taking an antibiotic if it's a virus. Yeah. You know, if the antibiotics cured COVID, like there wouldn't have been a pandemic in the first place. Pat, so, can I ask, um, there, was, there was some discussion around the family table over Christmas that the yeah. uh, the test, the COVID test, won't pick up on the new strains of COVID. Is that true or false? But I, don't, I, I haven't heard. Okay. If, it's, if it's true, it's a new one in me. I think Annie, it's a theory, sure. that's all it was. Yeah, but it's, it, it, you know, you might have um, influenza B as well, mm. um, or, or or not as well, but instead of it. So at least if you do the COVID test and you see the two lines, you know where you are, you yeah. know, where um, if you don't, you're just sort of speculating. And the other thing is, um, if you have any respiratory symptoms, try not to give it to anybody else. Yeah. Because, I mean, I think there's about 300 people in hospitals at the moment, you know, and they're the people, you know, you can see somebody who's walking around looking perfectly well, but they might have a kidney transplant or something yeah. that you don't know about. So um, one good sneeze and and they're in deep trouble. So just be mindful of other people. But it is it is it's miserable weather. I'm like, yeah. talking about COVID and everything. I I hope sort of was. Um, I hope, I'm sorry to hear you were all sick, Ali. We were well. No, I did, I wasn't the worst affected. Now my beloved had an awful time of it. He put down a hard old week with it, and it was definitely flu, and it wasn't man flu. It was definitely real flu. Oh, but yeah. that you know you wondered like the cows you, all right. They, they were they were fine. Uh, can I ask that you were saying? Saying though, there's no point taking an antibiotic for anything viral. When do you know? Like, if, if some people are saying, I, I don't know if I should go to the doctor with it or not. When should you go? When should you try and and keep it at bay at home? Good old question there. Now that's that's very true. Um, if, with with generally as a rule of thumb, um, if it's above the head, it's viral. You know, the runny nose, the watery eyes, the cough, and that kind of stuff. Um, if it's if below and in the chest and you're copping up gunge and um, greeny muck and stuff like that. It's 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 a bacteria. That's kind of a rule of thumb. Um, and I wouldn't... Um, you, you, but most people, if it's a runny nose and a sneeze, and five years ago, I'd have said, um, just give it its course, the body will fight it off. There are antiviral tablets. We don't use them too often, um, unless you sort of a bad underlying condition. Um, it can move down then your bacteria is more sort of a, a chest infection kind yeah. of a thing but the complication is the flu and people often say that the flu if you have a proper influenza it generally hits you like a ton of bricks you don't have the runny nose and your the myalgia the muscle pain yeah. and you really can't get out of the bed you know now the hate to see the very good website under the weather and it explains that in great detail. So if you have any kind of a smartphone or computer or something like that, you can have a look at it. And it's got a kind of a contrast between the flu and uh, the, what they call orty, upper 
Yeah. I still think an old steam bath is the best thing and still is. Steam baths are great. Yeah. Steam is great for the head. Vitamin D is great. Oh, Everybody yeah. in the country is low in vitamin D. And um, one of the best things you can do if you do with COVID is get yourself a good dollop of vitamin D from the chemist and take that and not give it to anybody else as Andy Irvine used to say, time will cure you. Absolutely. In most cases. We're all going well anyway. We're going to talk about endoscopies today, Pat. And I was very interested to, to hear about the capsule endoscopy. I hadn't heard of that before. Tell us how it works. Well, it's out for a wee while. And there's a lovely article in the Irish Times this morning um, by Noel Palamine, Sheila Wayman, about a kid in Ennis who was the first person um, paediatric to get it in Ireland. And um, now a scope is where you get a fibre optic camera and they look up your bum. Or, or they look down your throat, not simultaneously, which is grand, but there's a sort of a bit in the middle they, they don't get, right. you know. So um, this is like the size of a vitamin tablet. It's a little flashing light. And this little kid, James O'Neill, he, um, he swallowed this. It went down into his tummy and then down into the south. And it's taken thousands of... It's, it's actually a flashing light to light up the gut and it's taken thousands and thousands of images as it goes down. Wow. So it gets those awkward bits you can't get in and it lasts about 12 hours. He's got, it's connected up to a camera and they get a great look at the inside of your gut. Wow. Um, now, I've seen it used in adults. Um, generally, if they're losing blood from somewhere in the gut and they don't know where and they can't see, they've got a capsule endoscopy. Well, it's a new one for, for, for kitties, um, completely painless. And they say it's an absolute godsend. Um, it's, you know, if you're suspecting something like Crohn's, celiac, but it's that hard um, to reach place. And the swallowing of one pill will let you see the small bowel, the large bowel. And the good thing about kids is they don't have to be knocked out. Yeah. They they don't have to spend the day in hospital. They, they freeze up things. They come in, you swallow the thing, they go walk around the town for a while. And then the thing after 12 hours, it just stops flashing and it dies. I don't think they recover as far as I know. Does it pass but out or anything? No? It passes out. Right. And I, I think they let it go. I don't, as far as I know, they don't <laughs> use it again. <laughs> so isn't that great? Because the instance of inflammatory bowel disease in children, it says here, has doubled every decade in recent times. Wow. Um, in 2001, there was 35 new cases in Crumlin, and in 2023, there was 160. So they're having a research study to look and see why our kids get more inflammatory bowel disease than they used to do. You'd imagine it's so, diet, would you? Oh, probably, yeah. probably. Um, you do have to look after it. You know, in the last few years, we've become... Um, We've become conscious of a thing called the bionome. And the bionome is the bacteria in your gut. And it's perfectly healthy. You need bacteria in your gut. If you didn't have bacteria in your gut, you'd, you'd have no vitamin K. It wouldn't digest properly. And it's like a healthy, um, like you're a farmer, a healthy field. Yeah. You know, it's not sterile, it's not dead. And you want that. And then again, you see, if you take inappropriate antibiotics, you know, if you are taking antibiotics for um, a cold or something like that, it, it does have a big effect on the bacteria in your gut. kills them. Yeah. So um, it upsets the whole the whole wildlife of your gut, if you like. So um, that's just another reason to be very careful with antibiotics, not used them indiscriminately. Yeah. You know, it's it's New Year now, Pat, so we were talking about resolutions and stuff this morning, and a lot of the texts coming into the show are all from people who want to be more healthy, maybe, in the new year. What are some of the easy changes that people can make in order to have a healthier 2024? Well, I'd, I'd be gentle at this time of year, because 
you might have noticed the weather is horrible. Awful. We're all a bit wrecked and tired and low and everything. But if you really want to make meaningful change, you do it with baby steps. And um, there's there's a very good book called Atomic Habits. It's about starting little habits that are good for your health. Um, just quick ones is I just ask... Um, if you're having a shower in the morning, we've talked about this many a time on the show, it's it's very good for your immune system. Just uh, when you've had your shower, run it cold for a few seconds. Not yeah. terribly cold. You don't have to blow the head off yourself, but just enough to give the immune system a bit of it. And you can build up to a minute or two and get a bit colder. And after a while, it becomes a little habit that you won't even do. Um, I'm, I'm a big advocate not, of that, Pat. I think it's amazing. But when you come out of the routine of it, it's very hard to get back in. So if you if you yeah, get it going, keep it routines. going. Yeah. Habits are stronger than, than our minds, you know. So if you get, like you can have a bad habit. Like every time you finish your cup of tea, you have a fag or a biscuit or something like that. But you can also get into good habits. There's one, <laughs> look at it, this actually in the Guardian newspaper, not the Nina Guardian, the other one. And they're saying like, Brush your te- when you're brushing your teeth, stand on one leg. Oh, really? Which sounds a bit daft. But as you do get on a bit, Ali, and it'll happen to you as much as the rest of us, your your balance isn't as good. And if your balance isn't as good, you're more likely to get falls and things like that. Yeah. So it is very good to practice doing things like standing on one leg from time to time and working on your balance and your core strength. Pilates, yoga. And the big thing people tend to do with the 1st of January is sign up for all kinds of things yeah. and decide you're going to run. But it's all little steps because you don't want to sort of injure yourself in the first week. But if you did work on your balance, your flexibility and and as you get on um, your strength, you know, your, um, you know, a, a little set of weights or something. Actually, Operation Transformation is starting yeah. in a couple of days and they usually, the reason I like the show is the, it's not particularly the people, it's the little bits where you get these little nuggets of advice. You know, the experts and they come and they say you should be doing this or that. And you know when you see them getting the bottles of water and lifting it and working on the arms yeah. and the upper body strength and all that kind of thing. That's so important as you get older, especially if you're in a sitting down job. And another thing um, and, and you can incorporate things into your lifestyle. Like, you know, if you get into sort of the habit of parking the car a bit away from the town and walking in when you go in, instead of sort of trying to park it immediately, just incorporate little walks, little bursts of exercise. Taking the stairs every chance you get. Mm. Every chance you get. You shouldn't really take the lift at all unless you're carrying a big box or something like that. And, you know, if you get into the, the mindset of doing these little things, and um, like I'm walking around now talking to you because I, I could sit down all day, every day at work if I wanted to, but, you know, get into the habit of standing up and stretching and walking around the place. That's yeah. just another great habit to get into. And we're obsessed with steps, aren't we? So what what is the optimum amount of steps you should be doing a day? You, you don't have to get to 10. Okay. 6 to 8 is pretty good. Right. Um, 10 is actually quite useful. It, 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 it will keep you reasonably healthy to do your 10, but 6 to 8 should be 6 to 8,000 a day mm. would be would be very a good target and a good one to do. All right, Pat, we'll have to leave it there for this morning. Happy New Year to okay, you. Okay, take care. Happy New Year to you. All well. the best. Bye-bye. Thanks, Pat. If it matters to you, it matters to us. Call TIP today on 1-800-938-007. TIP FM's TIP Today with Fran Curry In association with Slattery's of Pecan, Tipperary's main Peugeot dealer. Slattery's Garage Pecan, the name you can trust for over 50 years in the Premier County. Slattery'sGarage.ie